Time for this week's edition of the Source Weekly Update, hot off the press and into your ear. Every week, found wherever you get audio. Time now to take a look at a couple of the highlights found this week on the Source Weekly's website, bensource.com. First up from our news desk, skier dies after skiing bachelor. 28-year-old Birkin Uzen suffocated in a tree well by Jack Harville. Washington resident and Cypress native Birkin Uzen died after falling into a tree well on the Devil's Backbone run on Mount Bachelor New Year's Eve. Skiers saw Uzen fall into the well around 1.30 p.m. They dug him out and administered CPR until ski patrollers arrived. Uzen was an outdoorsman and mountaineer who, just weeks earlier, scaled Vincent Massif, the highest peak of Antarctica, the fifth in his Seven Summits project, in which he sought to scale the highest mountain in all seven continents. A day prior to his death, the president of Turkish Cyprus, Ersin Tatar, a government on the north half of the Mediterranean island only acknowledged by Turkey, praised the mountaineer on social media for raising a Turkish Cypriot flag on the Vincent Massif peak, and later released a statement after his death. I have learned with deep sadness that the Turkish Cypriot mountaineer, Birkin Uzun, who brought great honor to all of us with his achievements, passed away as a result of an accident in America, Tatar said. Uzun is the fifth person to dine at Treewell on Mount Bachelor in the last 20 years. A $30 million lawsuit was filed against Powder Corp, Mount Bachelor's parent company in 2020, after two people died on the same day at the mountain. Snow wells form when snow builds up around tree edges, leaving deep pockets of soft and unsable snow in the middle. Accidents are more likely after large snowstorms. Mount Bachelor recommends skiing with a friend to avoid potentially fatal accidents. If you decide to explore off-piste, you are voluntarily accepting the risk of a deep snow immersion accident, the resort's website says. The most effective way to avoid this danger is to always ski a ride with a buddy in sight. Don't have a friend to ride with one day? Stick to open groomed runs or make friends with another solo skier or rider out on the slopes. And finally, less deadly, more contagious. Omicron makes up nearly 30% of COVID cases in Oregon, by Jack Harville. The Omicron variant of COVID-19 is spreading in Oregon and gaining ground against the Delta variant, which has been the leading strain since August. The Oregon Health Authority reports the new variant made up 27% of cases on December 19th, the most recent data available. Since appearing in early December, Centers for Disease Control and Prevention data shows Omicron accounts for nearly 60% of cases in the United States. Hospitalization rates from the first countries infected suggest Omicron has less severe health outcomes than Delta, including fewer hospitalizations and deaths. New research also suggests the variant is more contagious. A Danish study shows the variant is 2.7 to 3.7 times more likely to cause a breakthrough infection in vaccinated and boosted people than Delta. Omicron's strength may be in its ability to evade immune responses from the vaccine or prior infection, meaning transmissibility among unvaccinated people is no different than Delta. With Delta, unvaccinated people were five times more likely to catch Delta and 11 times more likely to die from it versus unvaccinated people, according to the CDC. The study showed individuals with boosters are about 50% less likely to get a breakthrough Omicron case. Even if Omicron does cause less severe disease, 
The sheer number of cases could once again overwhelm unprepared health systems, said Tedros Adhanom Ghebreyesus, general director of the World Health Organization, during a December 14th media briefing. Oregon Governor Kate Brown extended the COVID-19 emergency declaration on December 21st over caution that the rise in cases could overwhelm state hospital systems. The declaration allows the use of medical volunteers in hospitals, flexibility in professional health licensing, and gives Oregon access to federal disaster relief funds. The governor rescinded her last emergency declaration in June 2021, and the current one is scheduled to expire in June 2022. Oregon Health and Science University predicted that Omicron cases will peak in mid-February and cause about 1,250 hospitalizations in the state, assuming people take steps to protect themselves over the coming months. Over 3 million Oregonians have received at least two doses of a COVID vaccine, or about 74% of the eligible population. About a third have gotten a booster. Over 80% of Deschutes County residents are vaccinated, and the county has averaged about 160 cases a day over the past week. St. Charles Medical System reports they're treating 32 COVID-positive patients, four of whom are in the intensive care unit and one on a ventilator. All but seven of their patients with COVID are unvaccinated, and all patients in the ICU were unvaccinated as of press time. Thanks for listening to this week's edition of the Source Weekly Podcast. For more on these and other stories, pick up a free copy of the Source Weekly or visit our website, ventsource.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Sam Scholl.